don't know what's going on, but welcome to Moral High Ground. Something's happening, but I don't know what's happening. Anyway, welcome to Moral High Ground, and today I'm talking about the future, helping the future. When I mean helping the future, I mean helping the children. Now, obviously, this is of moral importance to help out the future of uh, childhood and whatnot. And the best way to go about it is to start with the current issues when it comes to childhood and what's going on in society. One of the biggest issues is the kids are being separated from their parents. There's something that needs to stop happening, and we need to find a solution to where we don't have to separate families. It should be a priority for all people to be able to keep their family close to them and be able to teach them uh, values. Um, the government itself should be able to help those who are in need if that's what they want to do. But I believe it's far time for uh, people to take back the right to raise their own children the way they want and be able to discipline the way they want. Um, I understand that there's tons of people who's been abused by parents or mistreated by parents, but that's because there's no guidebook to normal people on um, parenting. And you could easily say the Bible is one of the guidebooks to parenting. The only problem with that is not too many people know how that works or whatnot. And so when it comes to this scenario, the thing is to say, you know, the thing is to say that you can try to be there for a child and understand a child, but is a child truly being understood, a child truly being loved and valued? This is something that has to be uh, processed when thinking of this. And we got a lot of things that's perverting humanity. And if we got things perverting humanity, we got things that's corrupting humanity, corrupting America's youth, as I used to say. And that one thing is social media. And it's not just about, oh, okay, you're on there playing video games, because I don't see a problem with that. I play them myself. But the thing with social media is the problem has to do with uh, the fact that there is a people on these things that are seriously looking for children and Instagram is another spot where you got people doing things on there who probably shouldn't even be um, active on online because it's like most of let's put it this way it's more like a soft porn website but no one complains about it because they like the entertainers on there they like the you know, any celebrity on there, they like the attractive women and so forth. But the thing is, young women see it and then they become the next thing. So you get girls that could be way like 13 and younger jumping on Instagram trying to look like the women on Instagram. And so that's a bad thing. It's, it's corruption. In all reality, a woman, if a girl is growing up, she's going to deal with that. Everyone goes through puberty and stuff. But the thing that's bad about it is, a girl shouldn't be online looking for male companionship at all when they're underage.
so it's a thing where it has to be censored. Now I can say the same thing about men, but boys are going to be boys and they're like whatever. But the thing about it is, in some cases, I believe a stable, mature woman will be beneficial for a young man. And that's just my opinion, you know. And I could be wrong about that, but it might be beneficial in some cases, you know. Not unless the woman is unstable and can't deal with a grown-up man, so she has to deal with a young man. And so... I'm trying to understand why these type of scenarios come about. This has to do with how society is changing and accepting uh, sexual choices as uh, a serious thing in life. Like like a thing that has to do with guiding uh, factor of understanding. I'm trying to make logic out of it in the best possible sense, but the thing about it is there's no real sense of logic, right? comes to dealing with uh, a lot of these new things that pop up in the future, which is just, you know, the, the whole, I mean, how do you prepare a child to understand these sexual things like the non-binaries or the, the HLBG community or whatever it's called and all that stuff? It's just like, it, there's no real thought in that. It's just a bunch of selfish grown-ups. I want to have something behind them <clears throat> to say, oh, this is what we believe. This is our choice. This is our life. Who cares what no one thinks? And if you think bad, then you're evil, you're racist. But it's like race shouldn't even be a factor in that type of scenario. It's not the same fight. Even though people say it is, it's really not. And when it comes to a child, I think a child has to develop on their own to like what they like on their own to fall in love with who they want on their own, to let their puberty, their own body grow into themselves, not have someone manipulate them into trying to do something uh, sexual that isn't right, okay? We need people to sit back and say, hey, we don't want our kid to do that. But we got people out here saying, yeah, go ahead, change your sex. Is that because they hate the parent, the father, or the mother? And so they agree with whatever's going on? Or is it just because of the fact that they really don't care at all? Or do they truly, somewhere inside, honestly believe this is the way of the world and this is what we need? We need people to do this and change this and that. Obviously, it's not something that you take pride in if you're old tradition and you believe in old customs. You want a son to go out, be successful, and have children so you have grandkids and be able to uh, take care of you when you get old financially. And the same thing with a female. You want a woman to go out. You want your daughter to go out and marry a good man who can take care of all her financial needs and shopping, whatever, as well as trying to take care of her uh, emotional needs and uh, be able to create grandchildren and mostly with daughters nowadays, I think you have more grandchildren than you do with males. And you want the daughter to be able to have that nurturing support, that empathy and sympathy for those she cares for. So you want a loving, well taken care of, happy daughter that's gonna be a happy wife for somebody. This is the reality of how 
Um, and just pretty much how you want childs to grow into grown-ups. You don't tell a kid when they're little, oh, you know you're really a girl, you're not a boy. And that's the stupidest crap ever. I remember doing a podcast uh, a couple years back, and the guy was, we were talking, and they were trying to explain to me, it was going to be a topic, but I didn't want to talk about it because I didn't understand it as much as he did, and it didn't make any sense anyway, and it still doesn't to me because now I see it on the news and everything. But he was trying to explain to me back then that, oh, uh, they want guys to go out with transgenders. They don't want guys to go out with girls. And, and if you don't, you're, you're like this. I'm like, what are you talking about? And then he was trying to explain more about the children being taught that boys be with boys or girls or boys and all this crazy nonsense. And it was all over my head, and it still is right now, to be honest with you. But it's what I'm currently seeing out in, in uh social media and the news where they're constantly trying to talk about how people should do these type of things and how children should be taught these type of things and how they can change their literature into being perverted when I remember being in school anything perverted wasn't allowed anything sexual wasn't allowed you know you could even go up and try to grab a girl's boob and it's not allowed you know you might grab a girl's booty you can get away with that. But that was it back then. And it wasn't this whole perversion and manipulation and brainwashing that they're selling in the schools now, today. And this is something that's very bad and very wrong. And so you have to come to a point where you say, okay, enough's enough. I'm not going to allow this. This should not be happening. This should not be a thing where my kid, my child, hopes and dreams of my family bloodline is going to change their sex just to please society. This is not a right thing. You should be able to feel, and that's the thing that's wrong, because they don't want you to feel life. They don't want you to feel alive. They want you to feel perversion. A guy turns into a woman, they mutilate his genitalia, mutilate it, and they, they cut open inside. And they get deep in there and pulling stuff out. And to the point to where when you're having sex, it's just going straight down to the butthole anyway. That's what they're feeling. So it's like back and forth things, some weird sexual thing. So you're not feeling the pleasure you would feel with your normal genitalia. You with the feeling of, of loving a woman, the whole essence of it, the, the power behind it. It's beautiful. It's amazing. My God, it's the most incredible thing on the planet. But to harness that power, we have to have some kind of self-control. And this is where things like, for instance, those that don't harness that power to self-control when it comes to sexual natures, we call them rapists. We call them molesters and so forth but to harness that power and be able to hold it and appreciate and cherish and value the opposite sex, to love them, to understand them, to pull them close and listen to them. It means the world to both, not just one side. And this is the thing that's being sold falsely too, that you're only saying that women deserve that type of no, it's both. Men deserve a woman that can sit back and listen. I wanna put her arm around them and just 
look at them in the eyes and say something. Women got to do that too. It's just not always just one-sided. And that's the problem with this right now is everything's one-sided. Now I'm saying all this and you're like, well, you're going off topic, but I'm not. Because what's the basic thing that brings children to, to society? That brings us life, period. It's procreation between men and women. If the children are the future, then we need them to understand how much they mean to us. And we need to make sure that we understand and show them our appreciation and show them the ways that are right that can guide them to a stronger, more stable, powerful future that can change the world for the benefit of all mankind. We can't sit back and just say, oh, okay, we're going to do this one day and then don't do it the next day. Or just change something to where if it's only grown-ups and kids got to grow up fast. There's enough kids growing up fast in America having to deal with parents that are selfish and childish, that are involved in drugs and prostitution. And the kid has to sit there and put up with it, seeing things way before they become an adult. Seeing women turning tricks before they even become a grown person. They seeing their mama doing it. They seeing their sisters doing it because their mama taught them how to do it. You know what I'm saying? They seeing their freaking nephews and stuff going around selling drugs or cousins, I should say. You know, all that. They seen all this stuff. So they growing up fast seeing the world through your eyes. But you have to represent yourself and carry yourself in a way that shows this kid that there's no flaws within you. And let the rest of the world talk about you. But let your kids see you as the hero that you are. The super mom, the super dad. Okay? Stick together because of that, not because of bullshit. Someone told you. There's someone I know. I'm not going to say no names, but there's someone I know who had was smart enough to have enough kids with one dude. But would never get with him because she let her mother tell her something about the dude that she didn't like. That was only an assumption of one time meeting the dude and decided that he's just as fucked up as this other person. And so she decided to stay away from that individual. But that's not the truth. The truth is you were sold a lie and you believed it. And stuck with it. And stuck with it, she did it. For damn near 20-something years. So with that being said, you got to think about something. Women will stick with something they believe, even if they're told it. But that doesn't mean it has to be true. And so that's the same scenario with this thing with telling these kids about things that's not true. You want them to believe in something that doesn't hold weight. It doesn't matter to nobody. It damn sure doesn't matter to Jesus. He doesn't want people... Just going around just changing their sex. When God created you to perfection, you have to understand and learn and appreciate and love your own body and yourself, not what someone else is trying to teach you. Why disgrace what God created? If you do believe in God and you say, okay, you had a sex change or whatever, you got to think of it like this. And the same thing goes with tattoos. If God created you and thought you was perfect in his image and you are a perfect vessel for God, why would you destroy or disgrace anything he created? It's like some of y'all draw, and if you draw like I do, you know, then you'll say, okay, you know, I don't like this, I messed up on this, but you know you made something perfect to you, something that's perfected, you'll be like, oh, I drew this. 
this is cool. I like it the way it is. You know, anything that happens to it, someone comes in and wiggle a line across it or puts an FU on it or anything like that, then it's automatically going to make you mad and not, and not like the person that did that. But here's the thing. God created the perfection, which is us, which means he created us. So with that being said, for us to go against what God created, our own selves, the thing that he that made, and that makes him start to despise his own creation. And in so many senses, people will say, okay, Shelby, God loves us all no matter what. Da, 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 da. But no, there's got to be some in between where God says, hey, I made you to perfection. Why did you get rid of your breast? Or why did you chop your penis up? Or why did you get implants? Why did you get this, this and that? There's beauty in, in the perfection that you don't see. Like, I'll meet girls, and you know, I'll meet girls, and I like women because they just, I don't know, it's like it, I'm not heterosexual. But my point is, when I meet women, they're always something that they think is imperfected. And maybe because I have a passion and desire to want to be with one, that's actually sane, it ain't crazy or whatever, but... <laughs> because I want to be with one that values herself I see the perfection that they don't that most guys overlook because they just want to get in the sack with them and so I see the beauty in, the, in their eyes I see the perfection in their nose believe it or not I see the, the loveliness of their smiles I see the you know lovely shape of how their body is the curves the essence, depending on, you know, bodies, women's bodies come in all different shapes and sizes. But that doesn't mean that all your shapes and sizes are different. But it doesn't mean that there's a problem with them. What you might think is a problem with your shape and size, there might be perfection in other places on your body that you have no idea. You can strengthen that. Or change your body to where you want it to be perfected. And people look at you a different way. It's all about how you, or how you view yourself, I mean. And it's not about changing your body with plastic surgery, but eating healthy or gaining the weight you need. Or, you know, because some people are really skinny, you know, losing the weight if you're overweight. Whatever it is, you got to perfect yourself to be something, but not mutilate yourself, not destroy that beauty and whatnot. The thing that's odd to me, and it's just my thing, is when you got females that are transitioning into men and they chop their breast off, and it's like, it's a, it's a bad sign. It's a bad sign because it represents motherhood more than just the sexual thing. That's the thing I think people forget about now. There's like, oh, there's boobs. Now, they don't care if they can get milk out of them or not, but the thing about it is that's a sign of motherhood. Baby needs those. Now, people disagree because there's formulas and all that crap. But think back, not even several hundred years ago, you know, people, women still needed to breastfeed without formulas. They had to be able to feed their kid or the kid would die. Think of how many ancestors and, uh, you know, ancestors and descendants you have that needed just breast milk before formula was ever created. Maybe formula is half the reason why people are, have mental issues right now. 
too many people were fed formula and not was other level was fed breast milk. So it might be a change of chemical uh, disbalance based off of just having uh, formula alone. And some studies can prove that breast milk from a mother is actually supposed to be good because it helps give you not just the mom's hormones and and things like that. It gets you there's a thing of DNA that's being spread from every birth and from the ancestors, which was her parents and parents before her and so on. Those DNAs stay replicated through the next birth. You know, a woman's is kind of like an incubator at the same time she's like a sponge. Because when you give birth to one child, the next child that comes doesn't just get the mother and father's DNA and the previous parents of that mother and father, but they also get the DNA of their brother or sister. And it happens constantly after kid after kid. They get the DNA, not just the one, two parents. They get the DNA of those two parents' parents as well. So that's four parents all together, or six, if you think about the original mom and dad. And then the dad's two parents and then the mom's two parents. Then you got the, the birth of whoever the first sibling was, DNA still inside of her. Then that kid's DNA, and then the next kid gets all of them, and so on and so on. This is the bond that parents have, that families have, that it isn't being seen, the unseen bond of family. And I think it needs to be paid attention to. Now, you would understand this, what I'm saying, because right now it probably doesn't make any sense to you, but this is the way the genome code works. You know, some of us are overpacked with DNA from our family members. Some of us got less. You know, some of us replicate DNA from from far wind that gets brought back through a new DNA strain that was added to the genome pool. So you strengthen the ancestors' DNA within your genome pool, and it makes you either stronger, better vision, uh, you know, different bone structure, whatnot. These things are actually real. And in science fiction, we call them mutations because it makes a DNA strand that makes it look different than any other human, but really it's just replicating uh, ancient DNA that's been hidden for quite some time. And so with all that, you gotta think there isn't some importance, there's some connection in there. Now I'm gonna say something because I've been hearing it for a long time, but I don't think it, it complies to me, but it complies, it, it, you know, to every male on the planet because women constantly say, men ain't shit, they can do without a man and so forth. Now here's what I'm going to say, because most of them, I had a conversation with a female friend of mine, and she was talking about how men leave the women this and that, and she was intelligent, you know, she worked. Uh, free will, good person. And I told her, I said, has that happened to you? She said, no. I said, you know why it hasn't happened to you? Because it happens to all those women that run around acting like they're, you know, just all this freaking aggressive nature, this attitude, you know. And it makes sense, you know, back in the 90s or 80s, you had to have that attitude. But now it doesn't. 
And so, you know, the more aggressive attitude and cocky nature and just all that, dude doesn't want that in their life. So they're going to leave. But I told her that, you know, that's never going to happen to her because she's beautiful, nice, and sweet, and, and you can tell she's a good-hearted person. And uh, so with that being said, it's just that like this. You're no real man if you can't hang around your own family. And when I say that, I don't mean talking about your brothers, your sisters, your cousins, and all that. Yes, you still have to hang around them. But once you create kids, you have obligation. You have a, forget obligation, you have a bond that you have to build. You have an ultimate forced task to make sure that child produces and grows as a person. That's what you have. You have to work with this individual to make things way better than what it could be or has been. You know, and that's just the honest to God truth. The problem is guys forgot about this. Forgot they have to share things with children. Like take them fishing, teach them men type things. But this is the thing about it. So many other people nowadays haven't even done it themselves. Their father abandoned it. And it's been on so long that it became a thing. And this is where the government steps in and tries to take kids away from mothers and whatnot. But the thing about it is mothers take kids away from fathers for selfish needs. They're on TikTok talking about how this one girl's talking about how she's got six babies, daddy, she's getting paid. What is a kid getting? Whatever little straps you feel like giving them. You know, I have a friend who tells a hell of a story about how his woman took his kid and the, and the daughter that he loved the most and the son and all that and the one daughter he loved the most she convinced her to lie on her dad so she can get a car and something else and all of that never happened she did all that to herself and didn't give her daughter nothing so he has a problem with that and I feel sad every time the guy tells me the story now here's, I, I mean if you want to hear sob stories about I mean, forget Disney movies, forget the superhero stuff. Talk to, and I'm not knowing about any other state, but talk to American men, you know, whatever state they are. But here in Portland, you talk to them, believe that every man that has children in Portland has a sad story how they lost their kids. Not unless you're a dumbass that goes around having kids and not caring who you have them with, but you bring them all together and play daddy of the year just to make yourself look good. And there's several of those out there too. But the thing about it is these dudes need to sit back and actually come together with a solution. Not have this men go their own way thing and all that, but come up with a solution to counteract what the women are doing out there and say, hey, this isn't right. We want to fight for fatherhood. You know, we want to fight for fatherhoodism, <laughs> which I'm trying to create a word there that doesn't make sense. Eventually, I will create these words, and y'all gonna start figuring about hoism, fatherism. Okay, but still, you gotta create something to counteract the evil that's being out there to separate fathers from, you know, from wicked women. And then here's the main thing. Find a woman. If you're going to go have sex with a woman, find one that's going to value you, that appreciates you. Forget about the one that, you know, the sexy and stuff. Even if she is sexy, I don't care how much she wants you to do it to her. You need a rubber. You need a rubber. You need something. You know, but you don't need to just pop a baby up. 
because if she's already got bad ways, and I know how it is with some of you guys that ain't been in love or haven't had enough women, you'll end up doing it real quick and be happy and caught up. Caught up with a girl that's crazy as in all hell. And other than that, you know, you, you just got to figure out one that's worth being with and doing that with. But other than that, every woman isn't worth having sex with just to do it. You got to find ones that are very sweet and, and loving and is an interest of you beyond just what you got in your pants or what you got in your wallet. And this is the most wisest thing ever. So if you guys think what I'm saying is a good podcast right now, you need to share this with the world. Because I'm bad at uh, sharing my own social media. <laughs> but I'm going to just say the future is important. And if the children ain't taught the old ways, taught how to love and respect now. Why, well, even though we got young people running around trying to run the country now, if they're not taught and guided in the right ways, our future is going to be barren. We will have those zombie apocalypse that y'all always talking about and all this crap. We're going to have all that chaos, everything and, and more. If we can't find and bring moral uh, ways back and to value people the right way and learn how to make our children safe and strong, stronger and smart than any other nation, then we will fall into eternal damnation. So saith the Lord. And with this being said, this has been Moral High Ground. Uh, I want you all to know this means a lot to me to all y'all that watch and listen. So peace be with you. Blessings upon you always. And always do a good job in life.